All right, Steph, I've got a question for you. What's your favorite book of all time? Uh, obviously, you met her where? Oh, I thought you were going to say the Bible. Oh, oops. <laughs> oh. So what's your second favorite book of all time? You met her where? <laughs> <laughs> a distant second. Totally distant. It's a pretty good book. Sorry, God. It's still a pretty, pretty good was. book. But we're so excited. Where can people get our book, honey? Okay, I know this. Uh, Amazon.com. Yes. Barnes & Noble. Yes, and? And our website, KevinStuff.com. And, and what happens if they buy it off our website? <gasps> what do they get? Uh, an autograph from us. Yes. Who wouldn't want that? Exactly. So, listeners, if you've already read the book, thank you so much. We've had such good feedback. One thing that helps us, if you can give us a review on Amazon.com, we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much, and thank you for listening. Hello, friends. Welcome to a very fun conversation we just had with our favorite CrossFit athlete, the fittest woman in America, Miss Carrie Pierce. We hope you enjoy this episode of Tell Us a Good Story. happy honey i'm so happy you're very happy i am so happy thank you for this gift you have given well me. thank you to this next guest for saying yes yes that's very true so ladies and gentlemen you are in for a treat our next guest was born and raised in ann arbor michigan but we still like her <laughs> a former division one athlete as a gymnast at that school up north by the way we are here in columbus ohio <laughs> oh no <laughs> However, she's also a five-time CrossFit Games athlete and a three-time fittest American female. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to tell us a good story, Miss Carrie Pierce. Woohoo! Hello, Carrie. Thank you so much. Hello. How are you guys doing? We I am fangirling right now. If you guys could see me, I'm like giddy. My hands keep clapping. I'm holding yes. my I'm so happy, you guys. You have no idea. So first of all, Carrie... My wife will come up with these grand ideas, okay? <laughs> Such as, hey, Kevin, you know who we should have in our podcast? I'm like, who's that? I want you to get me a CrossFitter. Like, make it happen. <laughs> I'm like, Steph, we don't know anybody in CrossFit. She's like, make it happen. So <laughs> I have to execute this. Yes, exactly. So Meet somebody. I, yes. yes. <laughs> so I just start the top of the list. I'm like, okay, we're starting with uh, the fittest American female, Carrie Pierce. And I find your information. And you actually said yes. We were thrilled. So you should see me. I'm like running into the bedroom. That one, I'm like, Steph, we just got an email from Carrie Pierce. She said yes. And Steph was one that like, hey, I'll see. I'll believe it when I see it. Yep. Right. So we were so excited. And then Carrie, you should have seen us last night. Oh my gosh. We put on YouTube in our in our bedroom, mm -hmm. and we put in Carrie Pierce and just started watching videos of you. And we came across Carrie this. It was like a feats of strength. For sure. Video. Yes. And me, you were like, oh, that looks hard. <laughs> and then you switched to another exercise. And we're like, oh, that looks hard too. And then switched to another one. And we're like, we're like dying watching this because you are on these like rings and mm -hmm. you have a medicine or a uh, heavy bag, heavy ball. In no, between medicine your, ball. Yeah, medicine ball mm -hmm. in between your feet. And then you're doing 
toe touches or leg lifts uh-huh. with that. And we're just like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe how hard this looks. But you made it seem so easy. It looked so easy. Yes. And then we got to like the sixth exercise and I'm like, oh, I might be able to do that one. And you're like, no, you There's can't. There's no way. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> because you were so smooth in and out of your transitions. At one point you were doing like a pistol squat. If you guys don't know, it's when you go in a squat, but one leg is completely up and the other one is going down into a squat. You were just seamless doing that. I'm just we were blown going nuts. away. He starts laughing, not at you, but how he, hard this how is. How hard is he's like, and then you kept going. It was <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. Do you record like every workout? Is is that what you do? I'm actually really bad at recording workouts, but other people are really good at recording them for me. And I <laughs> okay. think like the thing that you are watching, I think like I randomly got like clips from my Instagram and or that were on my Instagram and somebody just took all of those clips and like compiled it into something okay. like I didn't I actually didn't do that myself and I like saw it and I was like well that's kind of cool that if someone actually like <laughs> took the work to go and do all <laughs> to edit that oh my gosh yeah so so first off when are the CrossFit games because I'm confused I'm reading about this I'm like is this online is this submitting videos what like what is it this year Carrie so I actually still don't really know. Um, we were actually supposed to have a call with CrossFit yesterday, but they okay. postponed it to tomorrow. Um, so what I do know is it is online. So there's actually going to be two separate phases. So the first part is going to be online September 18th and 19th, possibly 20th. So we don't know if it's two or three days. Um, and you have to do that in your gym. So you have to do those workouts, whatever they are, um, on the 18th and 19th. But it's not going to be a live stream because there's, they said there's people from all over the world and they don't want someone who's in Australia doing it at like 2 a.m. And then right. someone else who's in the U.S. doing it at like 10 a.m. Because that's not that's really not fair. fair. Someone's, yeah, doing it in the middle of the night and someone gets like prime time to do it. So we don't know exactly how it's going to work. They are going to send judges. So they had us submit where we are going to do the workouts. So they have a judge that is going to be at that site on September 18th, 19th, and possibly 20th. And then I'm guessing we're going to have to video them. And then like either they're going to have like a closed leaderboard where everybody has to enter their scores by 8 p.m. on the 19th or 20th, whatever it ends up being. And then it like gets released for everybody at the same time. So, I mean, I really don't know. And I think they'll give us an equipment list later too, they said, um, and some more details because we don't really know much except the dates and like I said that we have a location and they're like if there's a track let us know how far a 400 meter track is from you because we might potentially oh, right. put in a track workout so that's that's about all I know and that's 30 girls and 30 guys um, all around the world then the top five from each are going to go to California to compete in person in October I can't remember the exact dates but it's the middle of October like around the 15th I believe okay so when will you find out then the workout you have to do on the 18th or do they give you a couple days in advance? We don't know. Uh, <laughs> no really? idea. Yeah. So I, I mean, from what I, for just from the way they've done it in the past, I'm guessing they'll give us like a uh, equipment list. And so we'll know like what we're going to need, but they probably won't tell us the workouts until the 17th, I would guess. And then the 18th is when you have to do the workouts and the 19th. So, Correct me if I'm wrong. When you go to the CrossFit Games, you have no clue what workout you're doing, correct? It's like a whole surprise. Yeah, it is. I mean, each year is 
a little different. Like my first year at the games, they told us like what a few of the events would be, but they didn't give us details. They're like, oh, there will be Murph. But we didn't know if it was going to be like straight through or partition. They're like, there's going to be a stack ladder, but we didn't know what the weights were going to be, what the reps were going to be, anything like that. We had like an idea of a couple movements. In my second year, they're like, oh, there's going to be ring handstand pushups and we're repeating Murph. So we knew like a few things. We didn't know any exact details. Whereas last year, we had no idea until like a couple hours before we were going to do the workout what it was. Did so. you like that? Or do yeah. you like to know? Do you? I actually liked it. I'm like, everybody's in the same. I mean, I was a little bit nervous, whatever, but I think everybody's in the same playing field with that. And I mean, CrossFit, you train for the unknown. So right. I do believe like you do find the fittest if you don't know what you're going to do. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, go. Like you can't train for it. You can't prepare exactly for the workout. And you just have to go and do your best and trust your body. And I mean, like I have a phenomenal coach and like, Luckily, before the workout, he knows me very well. And he's like, let's go with this game plan. And so it's kind of cool that it is like a team effort as well as like just me. Um, but then always like later in the weekend, he's like, you know your body better than anybody else. So let's try and like do a certain rep scheme. And if you're too tired, rest. Um, but I do kind of like not knowing because then I got sleep because I'm not worried about like, oh, well, it's this mm. workout. Like, am I going to mess right. with this? But some people are like, well, didn't you like, not sleep because you didn't know what it was like your mind was wondering thinking about all of these things that it could be i was like what well, could really be anything on earth so i don't know i was like but i slept i slept well throughout the whole weekend because you didn't know what was going on carrie can you tell steph the story because i read about it last night mm -hmm. tell steph the story about when you did the mary at the crossfit games competing men and women tell tell steph that story please yeah, so so they announced Mary. Um, for those of you that don't know what that is, it's a 20-minute AMRAP. So 20 minutes, you just continue to move, see how many total reps you can get. And there's three movements. It starts off with five handstand push-ups, 10 pistol squats, or five single leg squats on each leg, and then 15 pull-ups. And you just keep doing that for 20 minutes and get as many reps as possible. Um, so me and my coach, like I said, body weight movements are my strength. So me and my coach knew I was going to do well at this workout, but you never, you never want to say you're going to win because there's other girls that are just so fit. And I mean, sometimes you can't predict who's going to win, especially at such a high level competition. So the heat before us, a girl got just over 20 rounds and my coach is like, okay, let's try and beat her. I was like, okay. Like I had no idea what the guys had done at this point. And I was just like, you know, focused on the girls and, you know, trying to beat all of them. And so going through the workout and I was in round 20, I believe at like, 16 minutes and I'm like, okay, so I know I'm at least getting top 10 because this was the final heat. And I was like, okay, we'll just kind of continue to go. And like, at this point I was still, I was in first place by at maybe like five to 10 reps. So a decent, a little bit, but like enough that like, I was like, I could slow down a little bit. I was like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't want them to have gas and tank and like end up beating me. So I just continued to push. And then the buzzer went off. Time was up. I knew that I had like one for all the girls. And then after the director of the CrossFit Games, Dave Castro, who does not give compliments to anybody, came over and was like, great job, Carrie, and like gave me a fist bump. He goes, you beat all the guys. And I was like, and then all after he, all of the guys. And then after he like came up to me and he was like, that was one of the most impressive moments in games history, if not the top most impressive moment for a girl beating all the guys going head to head in a body weight workout. He was what? like, there's... Yeah. And I was like, especially Dave Castro, I was like, 
I feel like I should just retire right now. <laughs> he doesn't give compliments. And it to me the, the top moment in game history for him. I was just like, whoa, like that's huge. Steph, let me add to this. In the 20 minutes of those three things, uh-huh. she did 695 reps. 695 <laughs> reps, okay? <laughs> she beat the first place male by 18 reps. Oh, my god. And then Matt beat Matt Frazier by 20 reps. She crushed them. Wait a second. So how many per so, things did she get? So each one of those is a round. So you Yeah, so how many rounds did she have? Over 20. It was like 20 and a half, right? It was more than that. I think it was, I, I should do the math, but I think it was like, 22 or so, something. Yeah, a lot. So you're doing a round in less than in a, a minute. minute. Yes. Girl, you are incredible. stud. So <laughs> thank you. Ca- Carrie, let me brag on you here for a second, because a lot of listeners may not be familiar with you. Okay. And please feel free to jump in here if I get something wrong. Okay, Steph, okay. are you ready for this? Yes. I didn't tell you any of this ahead I know, of time. I didn't want you to. I told you you're going to be surprised. Yes. Okay. So first off, in high school. Carrie was a two-time national champion in the vault, in gymnastics. She was a 10-time state champion in gymnastics in the state of Michigan, in the vault, balance beam, floor, and all-around champion. Then Carrie was a member of the varsity gymnastics team at the University of Michigan, Mm -hmm. where her team won four Big Ten championships. Oh, my so gosh. We, we beat that school. Down <laughs> <there>. <laughs> well done. Well Touché, done. Yes. Sorry, Good point. That. that was very true. <laughs> she was second team All-Big Ten uh-huh. at Michigan. She was a three-time academic All-Big Ten while in college. So apparently she slacked off one year, it sounds like, in, at, in college. Freshman year. <laughs> Freshman year, of course, like, like all of us. Right. She earned her, de- her degree in movement science from the School of Kinesiology. Then, of course, professionally, she's a five-time CrossFit Games athlete, soon to be six-time, three-time Fittest American Woman in 2016, 18, and 19. She's currently the fifth fittest woman on earth. Fifth fittest woman on earth. That's incredible. I'm just, yeah, Thank keep you. going. She's competed in both weightlifting and bodybuilding competitions. She holds the New York State bench press record at 240 pounds, and she can deadlift 400 pounds. <laughs> oh my Plus, gosh. she is the founder of Power Abs, her company. I have so many things I want to That's talk to you about. That's incredible, Carrie. I have so many <laughs> things you. I want to talk to her about. Can, that I, is incredible. can I go? Yes. Okay, thank you. So, <laughs> how did you go from gymnastics to CrossFit? Yeah, so that's a great question because right when I... I, I knew after I was done in college uh, with gymnastics that I was done with gymnastics. I wasn't going to try and go on, you know, a lot of people peak at like 16 in gymnastics. And then in college, you just try to like hold on to all the skills really? and everything that you have. Yeah. It's, it's one of the few sports that like in college, you actually like have less hours, like in club, I did like 25 hours a week. And in college, it was more like 18 to 20 because uh, your body just takes such a beating that by the time you're 18, it's, it's holding on. I had to take my ankles together and stuff. Like you're just maintaining what you have. Really? Um, I would not have guessed yeah. that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, and then after I finished college, I did not want anything to do with gymnastics. So I had done it for such a long time. Um, and I had a teammate actually that went to the CrossFit games for like around four years with a team. And she's like, Carrie, you need to do CrossFit. You need to CrossFit. And I was like, 
what is that? She's like, oh, you know, it's like gymnastics movement, weightlifting. I was like, stop at the gymnastics. Like, no, like <laughs> I am done. My body says no more. Um, so she was trying to tell me to do it. And I'm like, no, no, no. So I actually got into some weightlifting because after I saw gymnastics in college, you have a strength conditioning coach and he coached a lot of weightlifting as well. Like he actually coached at the Olympic training center in Colorado and then came to Michigan and was like, Carrie, you'd be great at lifting. Like you have short levers. And so I was like, perfect. And also since I got my degree in kinesiology, he's like, you should intern with us. So I did an internship for strength conditioning at Michigan while learning to weightlift. So I did that, but then I ended up like getting some symptoms of carpal tunnel in my wrist. And then I bulged a disc in my back and Ooh. they don't, yeah, they don't think like the doctor didn't think it was from weightlifting. He thinks it's from gymnastics and then like all the pounding, everything. And then your body like stops. And so that's when I like actually realized I had it, but I was probably doing it with it. And my body was just so used to it that it like protected it. And then I stopped and it just ended up flaring up. Um, so that's how I, why I got into bodybuilding. I ended up doing a physique show because with weightlifting, you have to squat, you have to like deadlift, like, I mean, like, you know, to clean, you have to lift the bar off the ground. And my back was not having any of that. And the doctor said I had to take six months off of any heavy squatting or lifting and any, uh, or anything. So I also was personal training at the time and a lady there competed in figure and was like, Harry, you would be great at physique. It's a little more muscular than me, which you have more of an athletic look but not as muscular as bodybuilding. So I think that would be perfect. And like I could work around my back because I can do leg extensions and leg curls to work my legs instead of squats and stuff. And I could still do all the upper body stuff. So I ended up doing a physique show, but decided it wasn't for me because I didn't want somebody to tell me how to look. So um, I, good. yeah, I, right. I was like, That's I like the good performance. Idea. Yeah. And I mean, it was like great learning experience. I learned a lot about training and nutrition and my body got healthy. And I think that's why I've been mostly healthy through CrossFit. I mean, obviously you have things that come and go, but I think just like doing all the shoulder workouts and the leg work, I think just like helps keep my shoulders healthy and my knees and everything just because the muscle is built and just helps support the joint. Um, so after I did that and decided I didn't want someone to tell me how to look, I moved to New York and then I was personal training at a gym out there. And one of the other trainers, was a powerlifting coach and was like, oh, you're pretty strong. Like, let's do a powerlifting meet. I was like, eh, sure, why not? I'm not really training for anything. So I ended up doing a powerlifting meet. During this time, though, I saw the CrossFit games on ESPN at the gym I was training at. And my my friend was still bothering me like every couple months, like, carry CrossFit, carry CrossFit. No, no, no. And then I saw it on ESPN one day at the gym I was training at. So I did my training and then I saw it. So I just like laid down a yoga mat and I sat and watched. And I, this was 2014, so the year that Camille won. And I was just like watching it. I'm like, I think I could actually be pretty good at that. So, and then during all this time, a coach of CrossFit who wanted and actually opened his own CrossFit uh, contacted me and was like, gymnastics coach. I'm like, no, no gymnastics. And he's like, CrossFit gymnastics. I was like, okay, maybe I should learn a little bit more about this CrossFit thing. My friend's telling me, I've seen on TV. So I met up with him and he started talking about CrossFit and me being like a gymnastics coach for him and then a gym that he wanted to open up because currently he was just in a studio apartment training people and wanted to open like an actual CrossFit gym. So I was like, okay, after I do my powerlifting meet, which is in November, 2014, I was like, I'll start CrossFit. So I did my, I started working for him in October. I did the weightlifting meet in November or the powerlifting meet in November and then started CrossFit right after that and qualified for the games in 2015 
and ever since. So that was quick. That, that was <laughs> so quick. So you started in November. When did you have to qualify for the CrossFit? Uh, in March. So the online Gosh. the the online qualifier, the open, um, is in March. So, so you yeah, were doing was, you were doing this without really knowing a whole lot of the technique. You, I mean, you didn't have that down pat. You're just going on endurance and your natural ability. Ability, yeah. Oh yeah, my gosh, just, Carrie! Just these strong shoulders from gymnastics, <laughs> like all the handstand stuff was great. But yeah, like even some of the CrossFit workouts. Like I'm lucky. The guy who uh, was the owner of the CrossFit gym knew uh, strategy and stuff for CrossFit workouts because going into my first open. He was like, okay, you need to break up some of these reps because otherwise if you go hard, it was like 14 minute workout. He's like, if you go hard at the beginning, you're going to die by the end. And I saw one of the guys who went before me do that exact thing. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll follow coaches instructions and, you know, kind of chill in the beginning so that I can hold on and it ended up paying off. And he was very smart as far as strategy goes. So like you said, with my natural ability and I could learn like the technique for some of the gymnastics stuff, my weightlifting still. And it wasn't quite there, but like in my head, I think I just can push harder than a lot of people. So that really worked to my advantage, especially in the open when it's a lot of endurance and mental toughness type. I mean, there's skill and other things involved too, but it was a lot of mental toughness going into those workouts. And I think that's why I was successful so quickly. Steph, after talking to Carrie Pierce, you know what we should do? What? We should go take a CrossFit class at CrossFit Bexley. Haven't you already tried CrossFit? I don't I have, think it worked out too well for you. But not at CrossFit Bexley. Now that's true. Those owners, Pat Woods, Brian Peterson, awesome dudes. So one really cool thing though about their gym that really helps out folks who have even zero experience is they will get them set up on a personal orientation program called a POP. This is where new folks will get set up with one of their personal trainers for a one-on-one session until they're comfortable jumping in the class. That's what you needed. Unlike you me, needed that. who was gassed and after these works out. And couldn't move. And I get in the car and I can't even talk. <laughs> I can't even give you a call to tell you how the workout went because I was gassed. They just threw me right into an advanced session. So how much is it? It's only $35 a pop for each one-hour session with a personal Ooh, trainer. That's a really good deal. Really good. So before you jump into a class, they're going to teach you the proper form, technique, safety of each movement so you don't go dying in one of those classes like I have. I love that. If you guys want to work out at an awesome gym with some awesome people, go check out CrossFit Bexley at CrossFitBexley.fit. That's CrossFitBexley.fit. A proud sponsor of... Tell us a good story. So with you qualifying that first time, Carrie, for the CrossFit Games, how did that compare to you performing like in an arena... On, with gymnastics or in one of those, you know, fitness competitions, how, I guess, what's more of a rush? Which one do you get more nervous for beforehand? I'm, I'm curious how that compares. Yeah, I, that's actually a really good question. Cause I don't think I've ever been asked that question before. Um, and I feel like it's been different each year that I've been at the games. Like, I mean, I, in gymnastics, I would always get super nervous for certain events, balance beam. Uh, and kind of on the uneven bars, vault and floor were my best. So I really enjoyed competing in those. I mean, I still would get nervous. Um, but I think like my first year at regionals and the CrossFit games, I honestly like wasn't nervous at all just because I was there to, I mean, do my best, but I had no expectations of myself. Um, so just going in 2015, I was like, I'm here. This is cool. Like 
And honestly, like I felt like I didn't belong just because all the other girls, like I had watched on TV the year before and I'm like with them and I'm like, is this real life? Like <laughs> Camille, who had won the last year is right there. Annie, who's won two times before is right there. Sam Briggs, who's another champion is like right there. Like all these girls who are just the top of the top, the OGs are like standing right in front of me and I'm competing side by side. And like, I'm like, oh, I'm just here, you know, obviously I want to do my best. And then I end up getting 21st. And so there's 40 people competing and I got 21st and like going in, I was just hoping I would like not get last place. Um, <laughs> and so then finishing 21st, I was like, okay, I want to keep doing this because I know I can be better than this. So I think it was like the next year that still like I was kind of newer to it. So I didn't put that much pressure on myself. Um, and then I ended up getting fifth place and I was like, oh wow, this is, this is something. And I think it was the next year that I was like, okay, now that I've like proven myself, I have to stay there. And so I think you, you know, end up putting pressure on yourself. I mean, everybody else, you know, it's like, oh, well you did this well, like you should stay there. I'm excited for you to win and this and that. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to go out there. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to train hard year round and let the results show at the competition. So I try not to like get nervous. And I think I just get nervous, like right before the first event. And then after that one's done, then you kind of like settle into your groove and you remember what it's like to get out there. And I remember it being the same way in gymnastics. Like once the first event is over, kind of like your jitters are out and then it's like smooth sailing, which I always hope that balance beam was first because <laughs> I wanted to get that out of the way. <laughs> and my parents were always like, if she stays on balance beam, she's probably going to win this meet. If she falls off, well, we'll see what happens after that. <laughs> so yeah, that was, it was never my favorite, but I always, I mean, you had to do it. You couldn't skip through it. So, right. and then, and then, yeah, like the physique was something totally different in itself because you have to like hold poses and like not breathe. And you have to like, you train like your routine to like make sure that it's good. And you hope that like you have all the right angles. And I mean, I just did one. So it was like, I don't know, an eye opening experience. And it was, I, I'm so glad I did it and like much respect to people that do, but I'm like, it was number one. Like I said, I don't want people to tell me how to look. And then also just like the carb depleting and water depleting and everything. I was right. like, I was not a happy person like those last couple of <laughs> weeks before the competition. And I was like, I like CrossFit because I get to eat extra the week of a competition. Whereas like that, I was like starving myself. I mean, it was really cool. Like seeing how lean and like, just like being like an anatomy chart. Um, but I feel like now I'm like basically just as lean as I was then because I'm training four to five times as much. And I mean, my diet's still very clean. I just eat probably twice as much. So let's talk about diet. I'm always fascinated with athletes and what they eat. So on a day, how many calories do you burn and how many do you intake? Yeah. So I, I mean, it depends on kind of where I'm at in the year and like what kind of day it is. So today is Thursday. So it's a recovery day. Um, so I'll have around 2,700, 2,800 today. Um, and then the other days are closer to 3,000 or 3,200. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I actually saw my doctor this morning. He's like, are you losing weight? I'm like, well, we're training, like it training intensity has gone up a little bit. I was like, so possibly. And I'm glad you told me that because I actually, so I just moved to Las Vegas like two months ago and I left my scale in New York, but I need to get a new one. So I'm like, I don't have a way of weighing myself. I mean, I like, you know, you can look at your body and be like, okay, I'm leaner. I'm not, I was like, but I mean, I haven't really noticed much of a difference. So I'm probably burning a little bit more. So I need to start upping my carbs 
a little bit more just to make sure like my energy levels stay high. I mean, I, I feel great. I feel fit. I just want to make sure like for me personally, if I lose too much weight, then my strength gains go down, especially in my legs. So I want to make sure that I am eating enough and not losing weight. So right around 3000 calories, a little bit more right now. Do you track macros? Is that how you do it? Yeah. So I work with a nutrition company. I work with RP strength and I have exact macros per each meal. So off the top of my head, I don't know exactly what I eat, but it's around 400 grams of carbs, around 140 to 150 grams of protein. And then the rest is fat, which I think is like 80 to 90 grams of fat. Are you tracking that or is someone making your meals for you? So luckily, so I had a meal prep company that I worked with in New York and they're just New York based. But then I moved out to Vegas and I was like, I am not going to be cooking for myself. That's something like <laughs> That's a lot. Right. I've gotten so spoiled because I worked, I've basically been with a meal prep company for the last four years, like shortly after I started CrossFit. And I mean, they didn't supply like all of the meals, but it was like, depending on when, like the most recent company I was with supplied hundred percent of my food. I mean, I would, I would go to the grocery, I would get like some vegetables and I love oatmeal. So I'd get oatmeal. So they had overnight oats too. Um, but they gave me like almost all the meat and everything that I needed. Uh, right now, because Vegas is so hot, I just started working with a new company and she sends food every other week, uh, Rosie Joe. So it's really nice because she sends a ton of food and it's a mix of like chicken and beef and salmon and sweet potatoes, white potatoes, white rice, um, mixed vegetables. So there's a lot of food that I don't have to cook. Um, I still have like some eggs and oat, and she even sent us oatmeal now because she's like, I know you eat a lot of oatmeal and we can get it at wholesale price. Um, and so she sends oatmeal regular and steel cut. So I luckily don't have to prepare very much for myself. So that's so helpful because when I was preparing it for like a couple weeks, I'm like, this is a lot of work and a lot of time. <laughs> a lot of like, time. Yeah. They have to like go to the grocery store and like, and there'd be times where you're like, oh, I just need to go because I need chicken or I just need eggs or I just need some vegetables or whatever. And so I'm like, uh, I mean, in the grocery store, it's like five minutes away. So it's not far at all. But, you know, by the time you like get out and do your shopping and what check out and come back, you cook, you clean it up and you clean it every like clean the dishes and everything. It's it's a lot. So I tried to like cook a lot in bulk. Um, but I'm just thankful now that I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm just going to open the fridge, throw some, some things in a skillet, heat it up, and it's ready to go. That's nice. So everything's like yeah. s- sectioned out for your ma- – like, okay, this is for this meal. This is for this meal. So all your macros oh, and great. everything are controlled. Yeah, for the most part. Like, she, she's great because she asked me, like, what my macros are per each meal. And so she's like, okay, this is what will last for two weeks. And, like, I, have a, I was like, you can just send the meat already cooked. Um, but she did, did, did a great job, like, portioning it. Um, sometimes I'm like, I weigh it just to like make sure, but yeah, it's, it makes oh, my life nice. so much easier. And that's I'm the kind incredible. of person. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's such a big part to it, especially when you're eating that much food, like you don't want to have to worry and count and track like extra. And it just like, cause I'm the kind of person, like I finished my training at the gym and I'm like, Oh my God, I have to, I'm like dramatic. I'm like, I have to eat right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like, I remember when I was in New York, I would be like, oh man, it's a 10 minute walk home. I don't know if I can make it home. I'm just going to eat at the gym and then I'll walk home. But like here I drive and I'm like, it's like a 10 to 12 minute drive depending on the lights. And I'm like, okay, just go home. And then I usually like eat as I'm like sitting right here in my like rapid reboot, like my recovery boots. 
Um, so yeah, I get home and I like heat it up really quick and then I sit in my boots to like recover, um, as I'm eating. So it's perfect. So Carrie, when was the last time you had like a cheat day with food? Like pizza. Like you actually ate something for the taste instead of for it to fuel your body. When was the last time you had something like that? Um, I mean, oh I do like, yeah, I know. Well, especially right now because we're getting so close to the games. Um, like usually like a month, I actually, I went out to eat earlier today because a sponsor was in town, but I had bison, um, which is something that I've actually eaten three times in the last week because I've been out, like, uh, I went out with a couple friends, um, during the week and then a friend last weekend and oh, there's like some places, there's this place called protein house here, which has bison. I'm like, I don't cook it for myself or like, I don't get it for my meal preps. I'm like, why not? Um, so I've been able to like make healthy choices when I go out. So I, I want to say it was probably actually right before I left New York, I went out to eat with a couple of friends and my go-to is Mexican. Um, so I had like chips and guac and fajitas. And then my go-to dessert is cookie ice cream sandwich, just two chocolate chip cookies <laughs> with vanilla ice cream and covered in rainbow sprinkles. So I had that before leaving New York, but I think, yeah, that was it. So like two months ago. Do you get sick when you eat like that? Like a shock to the system? Yeah. Yeah, like usually my stomach's upset, but I'm like, eh, it was worth it. It's okay. Totally worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's why I don't do it like all the time too. Part of it is because like your body, I mean, my body just gets so used to eating clean. I think like when I go out to eat too, like it, like I see fried chicken, I'm like, no, I'd rather have grilled chicken just because now I prefer the taste. And I think like, honestly, I think it stems back from doing the physique uh, competition. Like in gymnastics, I ate like, pretty healthy but still like I would eat soft serve a lot and my cereal and I would eat like granola I would eat you know and sandwiches and whatever um and then when I did physique is when I like really dialed in my nutrition because I worked with a coach and like he had me eating eggs which is like really weird at like 10 11 o'clock at night like right before I would go to bed and at night like when people start craving junk fruit food my body just craves eggs um and then when I was like yeah. And then I was, I was bulking. He gave me some oatmeal in there too. Um, but I think it's just like, you get so used to being in such a routine that like, that's what your body craves. I mean, every once in a while, like you see, like I said, my weakness is ice cream. So I see people with ice cream or like freshly baked cookies. Like you can smell it. I was like, Oh, that's my go-to, but like hamburgers and stuff. I'm like, nah, Mexican food. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like my body just craves like healthy food more than other foods. So I think that's definitely a blessing. So right now, as you ramp up in preparation for the CrossFit games here in a couple of weeks, what, like how many workouts are you doing a day? Are you doing like three workouts a day? I, I think that's what I read at, at some point. Yeah. Um, and like, thank goodness I have a coach cause he's in charge of all of that. And people are like, so how do you balance like peaking and everything? I'm like, I have, well, I actually have three coaches. Um, I have a CrossFit coach, a weightlifting coach and an endurance coach. And they all work together. Um, so basically what my schedule looks like right now is I'll get up. It depends on the day, but typical day. I get up in the morning um, and then I usually do like my endurance from 8.30 to 9, which can either be some sort of run, some sort of bike workout, um, a skier workout, and rowing workout, anything along those lines um, just to work on my endurance. And then I'll eat. And then I go to the gym around 11 or 11.30 because that's where when my training partner and like his group have been training for. Um, so they train right then. I'm like, oh, I wish I had a little more time to like kind of recover and 
that get into it. But I'm like, at the games, like, you don't know how long you're gonna have between workouts. So just go and get it done. So then I usually do my weightlifting. I start off with like either cleans or snatches, some sort of weightlifting movement. And then I do strength stuff. So like squats, bench press, uh, deadlift, that kind of something for strength. And then we'll do like a CrossFit Metcon. And sometimes my coach also throws in like gymnastic skill and then I'll do accessory and then abs at the end. So it's, wow. I mean, it's like depending on the day, like four to six hours of training, um, usually one, sometimes two CrossFit workouts, but then like endurance stuff that's about an hour long. So that's like working your engine and cardio. And then also I have like the strength stuff and then the accessory, which is kind of like bodybuilding, keep your joints healthy and then abs at the end. That's a full day stuff. That's a full day. I am having so much fun. Right now. <laughs> I'm just loving this. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, friends. We need your help. Steph and I are wanting to pitch this podcast to some of the major companies like iHeartRadio, Wondery, and some others. But before we do that in a few weeks, we are asking you, our listeners, to help us get to 100 five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. We currently have 50. So we are wanting to double that by the end of September. So grab your iPhones, hack into your spouse's iPhones, steal your parents' iPhones, and go into the Apple Podcast app. Subscribe to Tell Us a Good Story and give us a rating, preferably a good one. And if you don't have an iPhone, then I don't know what to tell you. That's sad. I'm not even sure how you even live life, quite honestly. Thanks for listening, you guys. And thank you for giving us a rating with Tell Us a Good Story. So you mentioned CrossFit and how everyone's so kind what I've found with CrossFit, there's like a team atmosphere. Like everyone's cheering for each other. Everyone's rooting. Like you can do better. Like just constant encouragement. When you're at the games, what's the atmosphere with all the competitors? Does that go out the window? Does that it- <laughs> nice camaraderie that you have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it is funny just because you do, like you respect, at least me personally speaking, like you respect all of the other athletes because you know what they go through on a day-to-day basis. It's not like they show up at the CrossFit games and all of a sudden they're super fit. Like, you know, that they're putting in the work day in and day out. And like, you know, they're not having the same social life that a lot of other people do and they're busting their butt and they're pushing themselves to the limit. And that's why they're there. So I think like, I mean, obviously you want to beat them and you want to do better than them and prove that you're fitter. Um, But at the same time, there is this mutual respect just for, putting in all of the hours and dedication at the gym or out on the track or wherever they're doing their training. Um, and you like, I mean, you're friendly with them when like they're when like the opening day and everything and the athlete dinner. But then I think it's like when you get line, like when you start to warm up, like you can see everybody just like gets this tunnel vision and gets in the zone of like getting that competition mentality. And then you get put in the corrals and everyone's like, focused on what they have to do. And then by the minute that you hit the floor, everyone is just completely in the zone. And I mean, when they do finish the workout and you go cheer for other people, cause you're like, yes, I'm done. Um, but I don't know. I mean, you're not cheering for them directly. Cause like I said, you want to, obviously you're there to win. You're there to beat everybody, but you want like, I mean, me personally, like I want them to do their best and I want to prove that I'm fitter than them at their best and me at my best. So how old are you? I'm 31. So what's the longevity career for CrossFit elite athletes like yourself? Uh, I think that's really hard to say just because CrossFit is such a new sport. Um, And so we haven't really, I feel like, like, yeah, 
there hasn't really been like a true test to how old you can be. Like one of the girls who podium last year, Kristen Holty, I think she's like 33 now. Um, and she got second place at the cross. And so I, I don't think that like, we really know what a peak is like, because other sports, like I said, gymnastics, it's like 16, 17, because it's been around for so long. Like there's been enough people to be like, okay, yeah, this is your peak where I feel like CrossFit, it's kind of hard to say that because I feel like I'm still getting better. But then I've heard other people say like, okay, I'm 28. Like I hit 28 and that's where everything started to go downhill. So I think everybody's kind of different. And I think there still is like a lot to be learned from the way um, that you do train and also just like your background. So I don't know, like I see, and then Sam Briggs is like 37 and she still qualified to the CrossFit games. Like she's incredible. So it's, it's hard to say, um, but I do feel like, I don't know, my body after 18 years of gymnastics and a couple of years of other things than going into CrossFit, like, I don't know, I take it year to year, like seeing how I feel like last year, I was like, oh yeah, I feel great. I'm going to be another two, three years. And I'm like, I don't know, I still feel, I feel okay. Um, so it's like a year at a time. And I think whenever I start to feel like myself, like being banged up or like going downhill, I'll either like jump to team or if I'm 35, then maybe I'll jump into masters or maybe just take a year completely off competing just to like rejuvenate myself physically, mentally, everything. Um, but I don't know, one year at a time for me. What's your opinion on when kids should start into some type of exercise program, such as CrossFit or, or something else? Do you have a recommendation on, on anything like that? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to say just cause there's not a lot of like research. I, I mean, me personally, I think every single kid should do gymnastics because it sets you up perfectly for anything and everything, just like the body awareness, the body weight strength, the balance, like no matter what they decide to do later in life, it's going to help with that. Um, and I'm just thankful my parents did. And whenever I talk to people, especially like coaching them through CrossFit, they're like, Oh, I wish my parents put me in gymnastics just because it developed just like this basic sense. And even like all from coaching CrossFit, I'll see people that did gymnastics when they were like five and six and they don't do anything until they're like, 35 or 40 and they still like just move decently. Like, I mean, obviously they don't move like professional athletes, but like compared to someone who did, I don't want to hate on other sports that did like, yeah. but that did like other sports. It's just night and day different. And I think it's just the way, like just learning your body and space, even just for like handstands and cartwheels and just like the flexibility and basic pull-ups. Like it just is something you can't replicate with anything else. That's a good idea. Just with, like you said, the core control that you have that would be helpful in anything else you do. Well, just like she said, body weight, just doing body yes. weight stuff is incredible. Yeah. Like push-ups and pull-ups and stuff. Like you can't beat that. And like, even when I started CrossFit, like I could do a ton of strict pull-ups and then I learned like the technique and those just like took off because I had the basic strength needed for it. And then you learn the technique and then you're great. How many pull-ups can you do in a setting? Strict. Like to failure. Failure. Yeah. It's strict. I'm I, honestly like, I don't, I haven't tested that in a hot second. Um, the most that my coaches had me do was 21 in a workout. So it went 21 bench press at body weight, 21 sit-ups and then 21 pull-ups and 15, 15, 15, nine, nine, nine. And so I was able to do those unbroken, but I haven't tested like a max set in a while. Gosh, that's incredible though. It's, just doing oh, 21. Just seeing I, you, just seeing you just boom, boom yeah, just crank no them problem. out. No problem. So when you go to CrossFit, like when you're going to like the Reebok competition, are you wearing your sponsorship gear? 
So when we go to the games, we can't because okay. Reebok sponsors it. Reebok is the apparel sponsor. So they give us all the clothes that we have to wear. That's um, cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because all the jerseys like have your name on it and stuff. So and they like usually well, usually at regionals, they like take your measurements. And so they have the like, exact fitting for everything. And if something doesn't fit, then they'll alter it. Um, but like other competitions, like at Rogue, we could wear our sponsors or like Wadapalooza. Basically, any competition outside of, well, Dubai, I think Nike sponsored. So you had jerseys there. And then the CrossFit Games, you can wear your sponsors. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is so much fun. Your Reebok, when they're like taking for measurements, are you like, okay, I want these shorts or this color? Or they, it's just like on your bed and this is your like uniform? Yeah. So what they do, they take all your measurements like at regionals and then you don't know anything what, that you're going to get until you go and you check in. Um, usually it's Tuesday. Sometimes it's depending on what day the game starts because it's either Wednesday or Thursday. Um, and so when you go and check in, they have all of your stuff, like your sizes and everything. Do you get like, and they have different colors each year. And so you get, uh, it depends on the year what you have too. Like usually it's a couple of pairs of shorts, a couple of sports bras, a couple of t-shirts, a couple of capris, a couple, like a pant, a sweatshirt, um, some shoes, socks, swimsuit, advanced, swimsuit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, because they, they always end up having a swim. So, yeah, they have all of that stuff. And then you try it on, like I said, and sometimes if you're like, oh, this is too big or whatever, then they usually just bring in it. Usually nothing is too small. Um, I feel like they're they're a little more comfortable making things a little bigger and then tightening them in, which I think is good. Um, but, yeah, you don't get to choose style or colors or anything. They just have different colors each year when you go. But they usually do a good job of mixing and matching. Carrie, if you don't mind... The last thing that Steph and I want to ask you about is your abs. <laughs> your abs oh are like ridiculous. Amazing. Amazing. So better uh, than a male's abs. I, I'm I'm shocked. Yes. I mean, the pictures we see on our Instagram, on social media, like off the charts. Uh-huh. So outside of me having to do like a 40-day juice diet. <laughs> How would someone like I don't me suggest that. <laughs> be able to get abs like you, Carrie? Yes. So that is a great, great question. And actually, like a lot of people like throughout my life have complimented my abs. And I'm like, thank you. Like I take pride in them um, and I'm very vain. So I love having them. And because of all the compliments and stuff, like I actually came up with a power abs program. And so it is a program. It's five days a week, 10 minutes a day. Um, and it's actually really cool cause it's been around since last January. So I started about a year and a half ago. Um, and I've recently like seen a lot more, I mean, it really started to blow up, especially like this March, um, when people were like stuck at home and stuff. Um, and I started doing some lives. So I got to like work out with people, which was amazing. And I started to see a lot more before and after pictures and people have had such cool success. Um, like, I mean, if people jump on my Instagram, you can see pictures and it's, it's just five days a week, 10 minutes a day. And as a, if you guys ever watch gymnastics, you know, gymnasts have super crazy strong course and they just do a lot of different movements from like what traditional people do at the gym. And so I decided like, I should just come up with a program that is fun for people. Um, that's not super time consuming and that people are going to see results. So it's kind of, it's a mix of somewhat like high intensity movements. Uh, which, you know, help burn calories and burn fat. And then a, a lot of the core uh, strengthening movements that gymnasts do to help build those six pack ab muscles that you see, especially like popping on my stomach because of the many years of gymnastics. 
So it's, it's a great combination of the both. And it's not easy. I'll tell people, I'm like, it's simple, but it's not easy. It's, it's very, it's a very hard 10 minutes, but it's only 10 minutes that you just need a floor, like, and you don't need any equipment. So that's my best suggestion. Um, if you're looking to get abs like me or a stronger core. And I've been amazed, Steph, like she said, the before and after pictures, Carrie, that you have on your website and on Instagram, those are pretty impressive by the customers who have done your program. Like at the 15-day mark, at the 30-day mark versus the before, it's it's pretty impressive. Very impressive. Like you said, no equipment's needed either. That's awesome. Yeah. So folks, you can go to her website, piercepointers.com or carriepierce.com. You can also follow her on Instagram at carriepiercecrossfits on Instagram. So Carrie, thank you so much. So much for fun. having a conversation. Yes. We've been fascinated and we so appreciate you saying yes to us. Thank you. Of course. It was my pleasure. This was a lot of fun too. I enjoyed it. <laughs>